Hey, this is John Legadakis of johnlegadakis.com and I want to thank you for joining me on this podcast. This podcast is a live recording of an interview I do each week with other internet marketers, personal development and business leaders where we talk about how we can better promote our products and services online, get more traffic and make more sales. I hope you get a lot out of today's recording. Hi, welcome to the podcast. It's great to have you here. Thank you for joining us. I'm joined today by a special guest I have with us today, Justin Christensen. Welcome, Justin. Thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me, John. Appreciate it. Uh, Let me tell you a bit about Justin. Justin is the founder and president of the full-service conversion rate optimization company, Conversion Fanatics. Justin is a 13-year digital marketing veteran and the number one best-selling author of Conversion Fanatic, How to Double Your Customers' Sales and Profits with A-B Testing. He's a self-proclaimed numbers junkie with a firm belief that the numbers don't lie and has worked on hundreds of profitable campaigns. Justin has a knack for finding holes in marketing campaigns and offering simple solutions to plug them effectively, thus improving results. And before we talk about that, Justin, we go into exactly how you do what you do and why you've been able to be so successful in helping businesses. Tell us a bit about you, Justin, yourself, Justin Christensen. So tell us a bit about your background, your growing up, where you're from. Yeah, well, I was actually born in a and grew up in a small farming community in rural North Dakota, of all places, but I live in Texas now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was kind of brought up through the ranks of hard work and, you know, really just showing it things through your work and that's served me really well, but I've been internet marketing, uh, full time since 2005, but I started the journey back in about 2002 and just kind of moved up the ranks through affiliate marketing, um, ended up being uh, co-owners of a large, larger publishing company, a digital marketing publishing company and uh, sold it in 2009 and basically off of demand uh, for the implementation and the optimization side of things, uh, Conversion Fanatics was born. Did you have uh, your, your parents or did you have any other influences around you growing up that were the entrepreneurial type? Um, my dad is has always been pretty entrepreneurial, you know, owned several different businesses and kind of done things a little bit different than the normal nine to five job. So he's really kind of, I guess that's where he planted the seed. You know, early on, I had the lawn mowing business in our small town, and I had, you know, a baseball card shop where I, you know, traded baseball cards and just did whatever I really could to, you know, try different things uh, mm-hmm. growing up. So yeah, he was he was a big influence on me. Still is because he he is constantly, you know, doing different things and not afraid to kind of fail, <laughs> yeah. and uh, try out his ideas. Well, that's great. That's great. And it's interesting you mentioned how you you started off with affiliate marketing and that's how you got sort of into the industry. Uh, that's exactly how I started too. I actually came across affiliate marketing by mistake. You know, I, was, I, I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Robert Kiyosaki this back in around 2005 and I thought, you know what, I should – it was a life changer for me and I wanted to start my own business. And one of the things he recommends is uh, network marketing if you're starting out. And, and so after I approached all my family and friends, which is, you know, what people normally do when they start network marketing, I thought, who, how am I going to find more people? So I, I got online. I thought, I'll find people online. And while I was promoting my network marketing business online, I kept stumbling across this affiliate marketing. It was just everywhere. 
And so mm-hmm. I tried it and made it. I had a bit of success, or not, not initially have any success, but eventually I had some success. And I just took the bull by the horns and just went crazy with Google AdWords as promoting ClickBank pro- products with using Google AdWords, which you could do back in those days, back in 2007. And, and I did very, very well with it. And that's sort of how I got started. So tell us a bit about Justin, how, how did you get started with affiliate marketing? Actually, it's very similar. I was introduced to network marketing back very early on in my early 20s. And that kind of planted the seed for my self-development because mm. usually most of those companies are pretty big on you know self-development and yeah. learning from people yeah. and you know not just you know kind of leveraging other people. So I did the same thing. I wasn't cut out for the whole belly-to-belly prospecting thing in network marketing. So I turned to the internet to generate leads and that's kind of where it came about. Uh, and tell us a bit about that business that you started that you eventually ended up selling. What what did you do exactly with that business? Um, we published, we actually published training for network marketers on how to market via the internet mm-hmm. um, and how to basically fund your advertising through and your lead generation through selling information products. And uh, I was actually the number one affiliate for that company and ended up, he was expanding and myself and another guy came on board as partners and we blew up the company and it was just my time to leave in late 2009 and uh, just kind of moved on from there. Yeah, great. And and it's, so it sounds like what you're doing now with Conversion Fanatics, it's a company that's just naturally grew or started and grew because of the demand for your services. Because what I have done I have had a look at your your website and what did you do, and I was very impressed. Like I read some of the testimonials of some of your clients, so it looks like you're doing great work there at Conversion Fanatics. And some of the things that you mentioned there on the homepage are that you help your customers discover key leverage points. So, what mm-hmm. exactly do you mean by that, Justin? Well, everybody is always talking about traffic. You know, just get more traffic, get more eyeballs on it. But very few people are actually talking about the optimization side, getting more out of the advertising. And that's kind of where Conversion Fanatics steps in is we help you maximize that advertising through like finding those leverage points. And a leverage point is many different things. You just you get so close to your advertising and your marketing and your in your processes that you oversee some of the biggest areas that can be improved. So we really help our clients identify those problem areas and then testing our way to find out what it is that the audience wants and being able to deliver the message and the product in a way that appeals to them more than it would have otherwise. Mm-hmm. And when you're working with clients, Justin, what are some of the leverage points you find or some of the main points that you find that you need to tweak that business owners and entrepreneurs are overlooking? Well, we look at a couple different factors. The One of the biggest things is obviously leads and sales conversion rate, but conversion rate is kind of relative to the remainder of your numbers. So you got to look at your average order value, your customer life cycle, and really the engagement in the process. So what makes your audience tick is is the biggest thing. So we'll go in and we'll identify key areas it could be that you have 75% of your people bouncing once they add something to your cart. You know, maybe you got an e-commerce store, for example, which is really hot topic right now. 
um, you got an e-commerce store and you find that a majority of the people are adding something to cart, but they're not checking out. So that's an area that we would want to focus on. We help identify those areas and we use best practices as well as the data, you know, looking at the analytical data, the on-site behavior using heat and click maps and, you know, screen recordings and things like that to really just, and, and at the end of the day, optimization is all about really just better understanding your audience and the visitors on their site and how they're interacting with your site. And then it's to lead them down the path of least resistance of where you want them to go. So removing those friction points, those barriers to entry that get them to take the desired actions that you want them to take. And another thing you mentioned on your website is that you help businesses connect more with their audience. And uh, I get a feeling that some of the things you just mentioned then relates to that. Can you maybe expand a bit more on that? Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what we're selling. We're dealing with people. And they have different emotions, they have different buying habits, different demographics. And we just really try to cater the message to match it to the market in an easier way. You know, an example is we had a, a company that recently came on and doing an analysis of their site, we found out that their target audience is kind of the baby boomer audience, you know, the 55 plus. Mm-hmm. And they're imagery and everything on their site was appealing to a younger audience. Maybe somebody, you know, I'm in my mid thirties, somebody with young kids and it just wasn't really a big match. And uh, we just really try to identify kind of some of those areas of leverage that we can present the product and the service to the audience in a better way that appeals to them and gets them to take the action, you know, whether it become a lead or the ultimate catalyst is the exchange of money. Yes. Um, another thing you mentioned, Justin, on your site is that you you use tools that allow for seamless integration, uh, meaning mm-hmm. that what you do in, in helping to identify, grab your statistics and A-B split testing and so forth, that it's not going to interfere with the whole user experience, the whole sales funnel and so forth. If someone was maybe thinking of trying it out, like trying some testing, uh, where would they start? Or what's some easy or simple tools or strategies business owners can use right now if they wanted to test some key areas of their business and their sales funnel and, and some of the things you're talking about here with the way their audience is interacting with them? Yeah, I mean, we, we really try to keep it as simple as possible. Uh, so many times we see companies, I mean, we're in a crazy digital world. There's a new software coming out every single week that's promising to help, you know, make things easier. But at the end of the day, the simpler you can make it, the better. So we don't try to reinvent the wheel. Um, we leverage simple tools, such as even as simple as Google Analytics. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when it comes down to the actual, actual split testing side, we prefer to use uh, Optimizely as our, our go-to platform as using all sorts of other different tools on the market. Optimizely seems to be the one that we get the most bang for the buck out of as well as our clients. So we do that. Um, and then the only other real one that we leverage outside of existing tools that clients already have in place is uh, Heatmap or ClickMap. And our go-to platform right now is Hotjar. Okay, great. Thank you. And you've been able to get some really impressive results with your clients. Again, I, I, as I mentioned earlier, I had a look at some of the testimonials and some of the 
things that you mentioned is on your website is that you're able to reduce CPA costs by 32%. Just for some people that might not understand that, what do you mean by CPA costs? Yeah, so CPA is cost per acquisition. So Mm -hmm. it's a very important metric and you have to figure out how much does it cost you to acquire that lead or customer. And then you basically compare it to your average order value. So how much on average are people spending with you when they come to your site? So we will uh, look at those and kind of compare those numbers. But cost per acquisition is just how much are you spending to acquire and get that desired action that you're looking to take. And the other thing you mentioned is that you can you help businesses increase conversion rates by 45%. That's a massive figure. And that makes a huge difference because, like it says, one of the testimonials here on your website is that uh, Eric Graham said, hire these guys, testing is guaranteed return on investment. And the only way to lose money is not to do it. And that, and that is so true. If we're not analyzing and testing, we can be throwing a lot of money away. It can make the difference between a profitable business and a non-profitable business, but it also, it's where... You can have a situation where you could be literally increasing your profits by more than 100% just by tweaking your existing traffic and making it convert a lot better. So, Justin, can you give us some examples of clients that you've worked with where you've and what you've been able to do with those clients to turn things around for them and help them out? Um, we had one client in the beauty space, so they were... Uh, had beauty products and we they were profitable at month five so it was a recurring kind of subscription model and they weren't profitable until month five because they were spending upwards of eighty dollars to acquire a new customer that's what we call the tipping point is when are you profitable on that customer and the shorter you can make that the better off you're going to be so when we came on board, we were seeing that they had an $80 cost per acquisition and it just took forever to be profitable. And they were turning a lot of customers and putting a lot of customers in, but it was, wasn't very cost effective. So we did a bunch of onsite optimization, really tweaked their process. You know, I think we removed a step in the checkout uh, process and did some advertising tweaks, you know, on their ad side to make sure that everything was a, a match and everything was consistent and congruent. And as a result, we cut their acquisition costs down to about $10 on average. Wow, that's and, massive. And they were profitable day one instead of month five. Awesome. And we were able to scale. They were getting about 35 new customers a day when we came on board. And I think at the peak, we were close to 700 a day. Wow. I can see why you have these kind of testimonials that you do about what you do because it is true like another person, um, the, the services that you provide and what you're able to achieve with your clients, it's not just lip service. The results that they're getting, I can see they're extremely happy and it's definitely worth the cost and the time to implement whatever it is you do. If you can take a business like that one that you just, that example you just gave and, and get that kind of results, that's massive. Yeah, it is. And I mean, we, we see it. I mean, we don't always hit the home runs, mm-hmm. but we improve things. And I mean, if you think about it, what would 10% more leads 
or 10% more customers or even 5% in some companies' cases, what would that mean to your business without having to increase your advertising dollars? And we do it time and time again. And the, the whole point there with the optimization is we're learning from every single step. Whether we get a winning test or not, we're learning something about the visitors and then we can use that as leverage towards maybe achieving a bigger win on a future test. With yourself, Justin, and, and with Conversion Fanatics, who do you work with? Do you just work, I know you're based in Texas yourself. I, I don't know if you have offices anywhere else. Do you work just locally or do you work with people around the country or internationally? Um, I think we have zero customers in Austin right now. <laughs> right. Um, we're pretty much, we've got, We've worked with some Australian companies. We've worked one or two UK companies, mostly US and Canada, though. But we're primarily focused on software as a service and e-commerce. You know, lead gen and if, if there's an on-site interaction, you know, not just a business brochure site, you know, some of those B2B sites can be, you know, just they're not really using it for <laughs> business development <laughs> per se. So if there's an on-site engagement and usually companies doing more than 5 million in revenue that's where we can kind of have the biggest bang for the buck and we've worked all the way up to 500 million in revenue now for those that are listening today justin and they're thinking look i really should test things out and not just make guesses because i'm guessing that and maybe you can verify this because of the experience you've had working with businesses i guess i'm guessing a lot of businesses don't implement any kind of AB split testing? It's pretty shocking that the, the amount of companies that don't. <laughs> um, I mean, we're talking even massive companies. We consulted with a company a year or so ago that was their yearly advertising budget was $75 million. Mm. And the last they hadn't ran a single split test in over a year. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's really shocking that so many companies are able to get by without an optimization plan because it can make such a big, big impact on their top and bottom line. And, you know, it really just is. I'm shocked at every single time. It's like, when's the last time you ran a split test? And we're like, I don't know. You know, we've dabbled with it, but we're just kind of testing random things and we don't really have an actual plan. You know, we're not really sure why we're testing it. We just read somewhere that an orange button is better than a green one. So we tested an orange one and they really didn't have a reason why they were testing it. And you mentioned some great tools earlier. You mentioned Google Analytics, Optimizely, Hotjar, was it, for the heat yep. maps? Yeah. And uh, I mean, the, the, uh, I know with Google Analytics, it's very easy to implement, especially if your site's running on WordPress, but whatever platform it is, I know you can easily implement Google Analytics to get an idea of what your customers are doing, your bounce rates, and, and even track your sales funnels, set up goals and conversions. So that, those are things that, business owners can do right now. They can easily mm -hmm. implement something like that. What's some things, Justin, that for our listeners today that you can recommend that they take a look at if they're not already doing right now? Probably the overwhelming majority of the problems that we see are people not leveraging the benefits of their products. They're more so leveraging the features of their products. Here, look at how great we are. Look at all of these cool things our solution can do rather than telling me as a consumer what it's going to do for me. Why is that feature important and what result am I going to get because of that? 
And I usually will look at it and if you have a bunch of, you know, we can go into the long copy, you know, long form sales letter type stuff debate. But we uh, generally look at break things up into small, easily digestible pieces and be very benefit driven throughout your entire process. That's probably overwhelming in, in the majority of the things that we see is it's the what's in it for me as a consumer rather than what you may assume as the business owner. And in testing and marketing, assumptions kill. So we can't assume that anything's going to work. We need to test. We need to learn from it. Um, so benefits are probably the biggest thing. Um, we always break things up. Strong calls to action. Benefit-driven short headlines. Here's what we do. Here's what it's going to do for you. And here's how to get it um, type things. And I try to keep it to 16 words or less, if at all possible. And then just a clear next step is big and being very linear in your approach. Um, we've seen it time and time again where a company, you know, maybe they have a software and they're saying, okay, sign up to get this white paper, sign up for our demo or get your free trial. They're pulling people in so many different directions that they're not leading them down a singular path. And they, it ends up to be adding friction to the process and confusion. So they're really not sure what the best path is. Instead, you need to just tell them specifically, start your free trial, <laughs> you know, instead mm -hmm. of saying, download this, sign up for this, and just trying to pull them in many different directions. Yeah, I was, I was having a look at some of the highest traffic sites in the world, like Google and Facebook, and uh, what's another one, like Netflix and Spotify or Shopify, I can't remember which one of the two. But anyway, their landing pages, their home pages, just as you described, they're, mm -hmm. they've got a simple benefit headline, like a headline that basically states the benefit to the person, and then a call to action, and that's it. Very simple landing pages. Yeah. And, you know, if these massive businesses that are so successful, that's what they're doing, then is something that we can definitely learn from. Justin, look, I really appreciated the time that you spent with us today in sharing these important things about conversion rates and optimi optimization. And is there any final thoughts that you had for our listeners today, Justin? Um, the biggest thing is just leverage your data. Let your visitors tell you what you're doing wrong. Um, we don't always want to hear it <laughs> or see it, but it's very important to the growth of any company out there. So just really leverage your data. Let your visitors do the talking. Don't assume that something's going to work. And uh, just always strive to be better um, every single day. If you can be 1% better than you were yesterday in your marketing efforts, over the course of 100 days, you're, double, you're twice as good. That's, that's the whole important thing about optimization. It isn't just coming down to split testing. Split testing is just the way for us to confirm our assumptions. So... Just leverage as, as much as you can about your visitors to deliver your marketing message in a better way that appeals to them. Thanks again so much, Justin, for being with us and sharing these things that you've learned, these important lessons that we can all implement as business owners and improve our businesses. And if you want to work with Justin or learn more from Justin, you can go check out his website, conversionfanatics.com. There's some great free content there and also contact details for Justin and his team as well. So uh, thanks again, Justin, for being with us today. And thank you, everyone, for joining us on this podcast. Yeah, thanks, John, for having me. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I hope you got a lot out of it. 
as a way of saying thank you for being a loyal listener, I've got a very special gift for you. You can get immediate access to my online business coaching program for free. These step-by-step videos will show you how to set up your website, create an automated sales funnel, and also how to drive targeted traffic to your business for literally pennies per click. It's ready for you to access right now. Simply head on over to johnslikes.com forward slash podcast. This is John Logadaka signing off. I'll see you all next time.